today I have the pleasure of speaking to Abigail. Abigail has been described as a Mary Poppins. Now, come on, tell me who has watched the film and not thought I need one of those in my life. I'm really excited to speak to Abigail because I am a firm, firm believer that we need support at home in order to be able to show up as ourselves for our business, to be able to achieve all the things that we want to achieve. And quite honestly, so that we don't end up feeling like we are either a rubbish business owner, a rubbish parent, a rubbish wife, a rubbish everything rubbish all the things at the same time we all need support in both in our businesses and in our lives overall so abigail thank you so much for joining me today good morning Annette. no it's lovely it's lovely to be on and talk about what i do and yes exactly with there's so much pressure on what we all do and we must be a good wife exactly what you've just said but mm. i've never ever wanted that badge of honor in that mm. superwoman it just being passed around oh but i've done this i've done this there's no prize for doing all the things at all. Um, there's no, there's no like extra life points or anything like that. Exactly. It's just a one-way ticket to burnout, feeling absolutely rubbish and doing all those things, but in a mediocre way. Yeah. So get the help, get the help. And it doesn't always have to be on a full-time basis to start off with either. Yeah. And I also think as well that when you're in that position that you feel like you're doing everything, either in your home or in, in your business, in fact, it just you end up breeding resentment, really, for whichever area of your life that that is happening in, too. And that can never be a good thing. It's never a good thing in your business, for your staff and for your team. But it's also never good at home for those people you live with and your family and friends. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason why you would be doing all the things. You can introduce help in a very, very small way. Get a cleaner mm. for just an hour a week. Yeah. Very, very small things. Even time blocking, adding in the time to travel, contingencies, just to give yourself the 15 minutes. I mean, yeah. I, I think to start off with, you've got to add at least 15 minutes a day for yourself at lunchtime. Mm. I have 15 minutes, my phone gets left somewhere else, and I just sit with my food. What, 15 minutes a day? And anyone can do that, regardless of how busy their life is. Absolutely. I actually do have lunch blocked off for half an hour in my diary every single day because otherwise, I would just work through it. I would be trying to eat at the side. And it's a big thing that I put in my, I started doing that probably about two years ago. And I've, for the first six months, I was terrible at sticking to it. But actually, once I actually embraced that, then having that lunch in my diary blocked off. And, and a big part of that as well, I think, is holding yourself accountable to the meeting that you have in your diary with yourself in the same way that you would hold yourself accountable if you had a meeting with a client or a team member as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's got to be a non-negotiable and you have to see it in exactly the same light as you've just illustrated, Annette, because it is, mm. it's as important, if not more important, than those meetings you've got with clients. Because if you skip lunch one, two, three times a week, you're going to feel more tired, you're going to feel more exhausted, lack of motivation, you know, that snowball builds up and up and up. And it's so easy to do. But it one of those, that, those things are what we work with with clients, we get those lunches in, we mess, I'll, I'll text my client, have you had lunch? Amazing, you, I love that. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's quite easy to go, oh, you'll have, 
what did you have it's almost like like, a uh, biscuit (laughs) exactly so I'll build in an extra 15 minutes travel time Mm-hmm. Go to meeting early, have something on the way. There's always a rain around it. I've not had my clients win at excuses yet. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I love that you're a fan of time blocking as well. When I show people my diary, when people get a glimpse of my calendar, they completely freak out because it looks insane. But that is because I block time for everything. I even have sleep in my diary. I have like evening routine, getting ready for bed in my diary. So when you look at my Google calendar, like every minute is blocked, but some of that time is just relaxation time. Yeah, I mean, I I do time block, but it is loosely. So Mm. my calendar probably doesn't look as rigid as yours (laughs) just because of the world that I operate in. It's very reactive and clients will suddenly realize something's urgent Mm. and you can't always account for 15 minutes or an hour or something so I loosely loosely time block but just putting those contingencies in Mm -hmm. um, if you think you've got project work in just you think half an hour do an hour yeah because then you'll claim you you can claim that time back yeah absolutely and you can have a to-do list where if I have extra time this is my like extra time to-do list that I can do stuff in so it's not wasted time if you're overestimating as well Yeah, exactly. But it's just about being realistic, realise and understand that it's perfectly okay not to do all the things. And if you've got a to do list of more than 10 things, at least three of those things need to be deleted and eradicated. And loads of people have more than one to do list, which is obviously a a bit of a mistake. Um, And, you know, work through it every day. Just think Mm. three things per day. That's it. No more. Be realistic. You don't have to achieve world domination in a week. Now, I know that as what comes up for me when people say that to me, three things, you know, do achieve three things today or achieve three things this week. I think, oh, OK, so I've got three business things to do and I've got three personal things to do and I've got three. Do you get do you find people feel that way as well? Yeah, it is. It is. And then <laughs> suddenly you get back to the 10 to 15 things that are suddenly on the list and yeah, back to square one well again. But no, it's very much. I had a new client call yesterday and it was all very much business mm. and I said but what what about what about you where yes. what rather than a to-do list it can be a to-you list where mm. are you on your list when was the last time you went out for a walk on your own without your phone when was the last time you had a bath without your phone mm. did something for you went shopping went to a hit class it doesn't matter what that thing is incorporating into their well-being part of your life into your day-to-day life is really really key because it's it's so underestimated how much value it can provide to all areas of your life just by thinking actually I'm going to do this for me first and then everything else comes after because you will you'll be on fire for the rest of the day if you put yourself first yeah absolutely I think when we are kind of high achieving business people Mm -hmm it is the last thing we think of for most of us. It is that we actually, you know, we wake up thinking about business and we go to bed thinking about business. And actually it can be really, really challenging for many, many business owners to walk away from that phone for half an hour because 
What mm -hmm. if, even if, even if you're in an industry where there really isn't emergencies, you know, I run an accounting firm. There are very, very rarely any actual accounting emergencies that come up. I'm not working for the fire brigade. There are very, <laughs> you know, there's just not accounting emergencies. But even still, when I have to put my phone somewhere for an hour, I start to feel a bit of anxiety around that. So how do you help clients deal with that when they kind of push back on you and say, well, I can't take a bath for half an hour and leave my phone somewhere. What are you talking about? So that's just about the boundaries, isn't it? And um, to create balance in life, you need the boundaries, a flexible boundaries. They don't have to be rigid in any way. Things change, life happens, you know, but to have the, you could put your do not disturb on your phone. So it's not off, but it could just soften the notifications for half an hour. And I always say worst case scenario, one of your children's taken horrifically ill and you need to, they need to get hold of you. That person really needs to get hold of you. They're not just going to ring you and leave a voicemail. They'll yes. keep ringing you. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. Know? Yeah, so, you know, looking at always go worst case scenario. Mm. Usually, nine times out of ten, nothing happens. It just means their mm. inbox gets another five or ten emails in that half an hour. Yes. That's, that's pretty much the worst case scenario. You might miss a few calls, but you'll be fed. You'll be fed, have your thoughts. I mean, again, I, I'm always telling clients, just brain dump. If you're yeah. really feeling overwhelmed and you're really finding it hard to detach your phone, you need to get it all out. Just brain dump. Yeah. It doesn't, all unrelated, doesn't make, it doesn't need to make sense. Just dump it and then delegate. Go through, mm -hmm. what can you do? What do you really need to do? Because the chances are you don't need to do everything on that list. Delegate. Mm -hmm. I think as well, don't be afraid to delegate mm. to people in your household. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, it comes back to doing all the things. Are you unloading the dishwasher? Are you still doing your washing? It, yeah. You know, it's involved. Get your other half involved. It's you Yeah, know. or your kids, depending on how old they are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It comes back to that superwoman badge that mm. doesn't actually exist and serves no one any purpose at all. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I have on my phone as well is I actually have most notifications turned off. The yeah. vast, vast majority of notifications I don't have turned on because I find particularly if you have social media notifications and email notifications turned yeah. on, that can just add massively to the overwhelm. Even if you have that thing where your email doesn't pop up, you have the number of unread showing on yeah. the email folder. I don't have that because that is siren, isn't it? Going, you've yeah, got loads horrendous. to do. Yeah, it's absolutely. Horrendous. Yeah. So again, like going back to the time blocking. So again, if you want to attack your emails first thing in the morning, get up, put you first for 15 minutes, at least get dressed and feed yourself. Yes. And then set your alarm on your phone, set a half an hour timer, email blast, quick go through your emails, anything that you need to deal with that day, mark it as red, anything mm -hmm. as yellow would be within the week and anything as green within two weeks, easy. And then when you go back into your inbox, you can quickly see which ones that you need to deal with straight away rather than just leaving them unread, which is very, very common. And just setting yourself, if you've got your timer on, you don't then get lost down by rabbit holes if you're on Facebook or whatever, because your alarm goes off and it quickly snaps you back into reality. So again, I, I use timers for myself if I think I need to get my head down, get some stuff done, timer goes on, and it's it's surprising how productive you can be knowing that you're against the clock. 
Yeah, lovely. I love that. Another thing that I have on my phone as well, which helps alleviate that worry for me that, oh my goodness, you know, the school might be trying to get in touch with me because something terrible has happened. My phone won't won't actually ring the noise unless it's three key people. So one is my husband, the other is my mom, mm-hmm. and the third is the school phone number. Yes. It's only those numbers that will actually audibly make a noise and yes. ring on my phone. And mm. you can do those settings. I have an iPhone, so you can do those settings inside your iPhone. I suspect Androids have a similar setting mm. so that I'm not constantly distracted, constantly getting pulled and pushed around. Yeah, no, that's great. Exactly. Again, it's those boundaries. So you set yeah. those boundaries. So when you don't want to be contacted, if it's urgent, the three people that mean the most can get exactly. through to you. Exactly. That's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, you know, it's great that we have the technology that we have nowadays. But mm. like we said, you know, it can really tie people to the technology, but actually making use of it in a positive way, like you mentioned with the emails, I think that's a great plan for people because you go into your inbox and you just got all this stuff and you kind of look through it roughly once but then you need to look through it roughly again to see what you deal with and then you need to look so instead of having to revisit things three or four times till you get through all your emails color coding can be a great way to hmm. actually just prioritize nice simply and easily in your inbox yeah and please everyone delete anything that says okay just short acknowledgements just delete them please it's just the amount of emails I see. Yes, okay. And then oh, I'll just file that because it's confirmation. Just delete it. I have to say I'm pretty good at hitting the archive button in yeah. my email. I mean, technology is great, like you say, but we can be contacted through so many different ways. Yeah. And it really does need to be kept at arm's length in order to look after our mental health because it can be very, very consuming. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say to people who, you know, what we've spoken about so far is, I guess, people who are at home and they maybe have a partner or kids that can help out and stuff. What about those people that are, you know, they come back home from work or they're working from home and they, you know, they step into into kind of home life, but Mm -hmm. everything is on them at home as well as at work. So perhaps they've got young kids that are on their own. They don't have somebody to fall back on when it comes to the mental load at home when it comes to all the you know the dishwasher the laundry all that kind of thing I would think that people in that position are thinking well this is all very good but in the 15 minutes I'm in the bath who's looking after my two-year-old yeah I mean again it comes to boundaries so I suggest having the bath maybe when the children are in bed then if that if you've got no one to fall back on and having the period between say four and seven you know when they're back from school and dinner time that's your time at home between four and seven. Don't overestimate what you think you can get done. If you can have that whole three hours out, take it out, take that pressure off yourself. You might be able to pick a few things up just and do an hour in the evening. Um, It depends how your day, if you do the school run and things like that, but be realistic. Don't think and set up, right. I need to do that project work when you know your young children are going to be within arm's length when they, when they're hungry you know, feed and do all the survival skills first, feed yourself, the children, make sure they're happy. If you do need to have an important meeting or get something really, really urgent done and they're around, feed them, spend Mm. 15, 20 minutes with them first, set them up with a film or something like that. And Mm. then you could probably have half an hour away from that situation other than just 
giving them an iPad when they're actually still hungry and they've just got in from school and they're still really wired and things, you know. So think about it in terms of actually just setting up the scenario, depending on their mm. age. And if you have got someone around, I've got three children, we've got a bit of a rotor, a very loose rotor, because if one happens to start after school club, it goes out the window. But my eldest does the dishwasher. My middle child does like clears the table and anything kind of dining related. Mm-hmm. And then my youngest, who's seven, is just empty a packed lunchbox, get ready for the day the next day. And he's mm-hmm. a more of an independent looking after himself still at the moment. It's not loads, but it, it alleviates things from me. And it just um, that actually we all live here. There's no way it should all fall on my lap. Giving them those independent skills at the same time. So it's kind of doesn't always work. I'm realistic. Alexa is known to come on at seven o'clock to remind the older two that their job's been done. So nice. I do enough. But, you know, it's it's putting those things in place in the first place. It's, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, and I love actually that you're using technology to remind them, which means you don't have to be the one that has to remember to nag them to do the thing because yeah. the technology is already set up. You've already you've basically already automated the nagging, which I really like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it goes off because they both have Alexas in their room as well as we've got mm. one down here. They can't say that they haven't heard the reminder because if they're not down here, it's in their room as well. So if they ever yeah. didn't hear it, nice try. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they want to go on and do something else, you know, go and play a game, whatever it is, do your job first. So, yes. yeah. So it's, it's just about boundaries and looking at what works for you, what works for people on social media and all that kind of thing. Yes. Let it go. It's not real. If they yeah. if they appear to have all their stuff together, they might have some stuff together, but I promise you, not every area of everyone's life is always running like clockwork. It's just not real. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is felt by a lot of people. You know, a lot of our listeners and business owners have that sort of perfectionism trait that comes and, you know, taps them on the shoulder every so often. Absolutely. And I think it can be really easy to forget that what we see when we are kind of scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or whatever is not real life it is a curated version of what people are putting out there and so if you are feeling like lots of this is overwhelming for you at the moment then most people are in a similar position to you they're not having all their stuff together in all areas of their life and asking for help in whichever area is causing you stress and overwhelm Mm. is always the right thing to do you know communication and speaking it through with somebody yeah absolutely yeah and you're never if you happen to say to a friend something's melting your brain or you Mm. just can't get it together in whatever area of your life I guarantee that they're relieved that you've actually spoken up and said, oh, you know, that's happened to them in the last couple of months. Yeah. Or, and if they're a good friend, they they won't think anything of you. And if you're being yeah. judged, then, you know, you're talking to the wrong person. But it's life. And, yeah. you know, the role of us women have changed a, a huge, huge amount. And yeah. I work with women that absolutely adore what they do, really, really driven, and then feel ashamed to kind of play that mother role or the wife role yeah. because they've, you know, kind of doing all the things. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a fantastic role model to your children and getting help 
just shows them actually that you're human and that having help makes you a better role model for doing that rather than showing them how knackered you can be and that you can't actually be bothered to do anything because you're too tired yeah or you're grumpy and grouchy and snap at them because you're tired as well exactly exactly and that's yeah. never going to be appreciated by anybody so again the superwoman badge yeah burn it i think this is really such an important area people that run a business and for those that don't in all honesty as well because uh, it's also very applicable to any human quite frankly who is is trying to juggle their life which we all are at the end of the day ultimately we are all trying to juggle our lives and you know the whole making sure that you get the survival things in first I think is so important it feeds back to that saying isn't it where they say you know put your own oxygen mask on before assisting others and that you know feeds back into having time blocked out for yourself in your diary having your lunch blocked out for yourself in your diary making sure you are fed making sure you are rested making sure you have sleep because without these core things on the you know bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs we can't perform any of the top stuff We can't show up as our best in business or in life. And actually, we're doing ourselves and our businesses a massive disservice at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It it really does come back to those basics, like you say, and it's um, but they get railroaded all the time. You know, like as as a mum, they tend to feed their children first and then themselves feed yourself first, Mm -hmm. because making lunch when you're ratty and picking at their lunch is, you know, you know, it's things I suffer from as well. There's no, just because I am I serve, you know, as an online Mary Poppins to clients, mm-hmm. I have these things in my life as well, which is, you know, one of the reasons I started my business. I, I needed the extra um, mm-hmm. personal life support in order to show up as a business PA. Yeah. So to provide that overlap is, it's just brilliant now. And people are really seeing that it helps. And, you know, having all the the support in the birthdays and the anniversaries and you know mm-hmm. the client that only buys birthday presents on her way to seeing that person whose birthday oh is. yeah that's me oh uh, that's me i do that yeah yeah you know the, the flowers <laughs> from the garage and things like yeah. that and she said i'm so fed up with turning up with flowers or you know it's got spa written on it or something like that i was that. gonna say yes yeah, peeling off the price tag on the way Exactly. So, you know, we we create what's called like a gift cupboard and creating by lots of different gifts and just having lots of things at home that you can just pick from the gift cupboard to take with you. You know, lots of base hardening things or some, um, you know, Martin Brown or whatever it might be. Having it there, having a selection of children's birthday presents in a cupboard, lots of different cards for you to juice through from. Done. You don't have to think about it for six months. We bulk buy in six months. Done. No more spa visits needed. I love it. So, yeah, but again, it's just thinking ahead. But again, there's that it comes back to time blocking. Mm, yeah. And and I think that's probably the biggest issue nowadays with many people is the time and the brain space almost to yeah. think ahead because we're so caught in our day to day and what we need to achieve now and thinking about our businesses that actually... <laughs> When we are at home, like the thinking's been done for the day, our heads are kind of like, oh, okay, poor whoosh, my head's done now. I can be present with my kids, but much more than that, like the forward planning at home, that becomes really tricky for a lot of people because they've been so stuck in that during the day too, I think. 
Exactly. Our heads are always in our businesses. Exactly. Mm. So to then come home and think, right, you look at the family calendar or however you, you organise the family yeah. life, it, you just think, oh, I've just not got the energy. And then days go by and you start to miss things. But it's when we take new clients on, I've got an onboarding questionnaire. So I are, we ask the clients all those questions first. Mm. Who are the five most important people in your life? We take all the birthdays first and foremost. Where do you like to sit on a plane? What palette? What's your palette? You prefer Indian, you know, Italian yeah. food, that kind of thing. So we then sort things out in the background. So when you come in for work, you don't have to worry about Sandy's birthday on Saturday or anything like that because we've already done it. So yeah. it's alleviating that brain space that is just mm. so incredibly precious because we realise that, again, doing all the things isn't a good way to lead your life. Yeah, I love that, the five most important people. And I suspect, you know, people who are listening to this and thinking, oh, I need to do something like that. I'm guessing they can set up reminders in their calendars a few days before yeah. and all that kind of stuff to try and, you know, give themselves a bit more brain space around that type of thing too. Yeah, I mean, for people that's listening, so go through your calendar from now until the summer, mm. any birthdays you've got going on or anything like birth parties, kid happenings, whatever it might be, Go and buy them now or over the next couple of months and just put them in a cupboard and then set your phone reminders of A, where you've put it, because that's another classic. <laughs> now I've bought something and put it in a safe place, but wherever that safe place is. Reminder of where it is, what it is, but two days before the event. Don't do it the morning, two days yeah. before the event. And then it's done. And then mm. it, it, it really makes a massive difference on, you know, your next couple of months because when you come in, you know – oh, I can actually just sit and watch a bit of telly or whatever it might be because it's done. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Some great tips, <laughs> Abigail, for everyone, for sure. I'm certainly going to look at implementing some of these in my business. But why don't you tell us a little bit about how people can find out more about you and what you do to help serve your clients and how you do take on a lot of these things that we've talked about on behalf of your clients so that they no longer need to worry about these things. There's nothing that we don't really do. Um, I've booked a funeral before. Um, it's not wow. something we would like to necessarily do again, but it's mm -hmm. we diary manage. We take care of any element of personal lives down to theatre bookings, restaurant bookings, liaising with private staff, and nannies, arranging babysitters, mm -hmm. finding private staff in the first place, you know, finding that cleaner that you want to start handing things over to. It's a holistic support in essence because it's about the person so if we worked with you Annette it would be for you as a net not as a business owner not as a wife not as a mum it would be for you Annette so it would be as what can we put in place for you so we'd find out what do you like doing do you like yoga do you like dancing and then we put in that to you list so then when we're in your diary we'd be making sure that although you've got all these meetings color coded and time blocked where's your yoga where's yeah. your you know that kind of thing so we'd be incorporating that into your week when we take clients on, as I said, we've got an onboarding questionnaire. So we take away all those details. Should we booking holidays and things? We take the passport numbers and where you sit on a plane, all those details first and foremost, so that when a holiday needs booking, we don't have all that toing and froing as to yes. the arrangement because it's always last minute. We've already mm -hmm. got it. The, the strap line of my business is live life seamlessly. And that, that's really what we're kind of aiming for. It is a bit bumpy. I'm not going to lie. It's not always seamless because everyone lives a completely different life. But yeah. after three or four months, it's a lot more seamless than what it was when we first started working with a lot of the clients. So as I said, there's, there's three of me now. 
I suffer from all the things just as anyone else does. I've got a family, we're a family mm-hmm. of five. So I've definitely started and having to implement a lot of the things that I teach to my clients now for mm-hmm. no obvious reasons. And it's it's teaching them how to brain dump because yeah. even saying to someone, just do a brain dump. How do you do a brain dump? Yeah, yeah. how do you get the stuff out of your head? What do you think to do a brain dump? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a free download. It just takes you through. It just divides basically. So you don't have to download it, but it's just basically a divide into all your areas of life. So your family, your friends, your business, and maybe who you work with, and then maybe your um, sort of your love life. Mm-hmm. Download those three things. You know, what do you think about your friends? Are you spending enough time with them? Would you like to make new friends? You know, would you like to get rid of any new fr- any friends that are in your life that you know really drain that energy? It's just whatever is on your mind just write it down. I mean, some people are really good with journaling. I've got the five minute journal because it's a bit more Mm. kind of condensed. Yeah. Um, But brain dumping is exactly what it says on the tin. Whatever is in your head, write it down. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just about getting it out. And I promise you, it's always beneficial because once you see it, crossing things out that mean nothing is just, it's just, it's really, really stress relieving. Yeah, definitely. I'm a big fan of the brain dump as well, Abigail. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on today. I think this has been a great conversation for people. And I think it's been incredibly useful. Some of these little tasks that people can kind of go away and do to make their lives a little bit less stressful, a little bit more seamless. For those of you on the podcast, we will include all Abigail's links and stuff in the show notes as well. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Annette. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. No problem at all. Thanks, Abigail. Thank you so much for tuning in to Financial and Lifestyle Freedom today. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast and take just a few seconds to leave us a review. It helps other people find us as well and lets them know what you enjoy in the podcast. All the links that we've spoken about are in the description to this episode, as is the link to find out more about us on our website and also book a call with us should you be interested in any of our services. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.